up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 51 of The Overview. I'm Chamian V, and joining me today is my co-host Fish Sticks. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey. I know I was only gone for one week, but I, it feels like it's been a long time. I don't know why, but we're back. <laughs> Dude, or I'm back, I guess. That's because there's always so much to talk about. Yeah. It's like everybody's oh, waiting for the Overwatch League. No, guys, there's like news, craft load of news and, and matches and everything every week. Uh, but we've got a... First time guest and love these first time guest shows. It's amazing. From Team Rogue, we've got wins. What's up, buddy? No, I'm doing fine. Thanks. Awesome. So you back home now? You back in Vegas? Yep. Okay. Awesome, man. All that traveling. Uh, before we before we get started, uh, wins. I I was just looking at your Twitter profile because you just followed me. Thank you for the follow. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. But I was looking at your your profile. It says five time or five time champion in five different FPS titles. So yep. for those that don't know who you are, oh, yeah. what are those five FPS games that you have world championships in? Okay, ESWC 2005 on the uh, Unreal Tournament uh, 2004. Then wow. Quake 4 uh, and um, ESWC 2006. And then uh, I had, uh, yeah, Shoot Mania. It's three. Uh, that's uh, ESWC 2012. And then I won uh, 2 Mac and a QuakeCon on Quake Live. Okay. And then, well, and Overwatch. now Overwatch. All right, Overwatch. there's five. There, there wow. you go. Yes, man. So long. So I didn't actually realize you were you were such a you know just a, an FPS yeah, uh, competitive player. Yeah. So so long. I didn't ago. know about the Unreal one. I I, yeah. I knew about the Quake and Shoot Mania, but uh, mm. yeah, there you go. Old so, school. Pretty, He's an OG. <laughs> He's an OG. Old man of esports. Exactly. Still, still Old OM. You've <laughs> <That's right. laughs> got it. Uh, good stuff, man. Um, well, we got a lot to talk about. I figured we would start off with um, you know an interview with with Wins here, kind of getting caught up with him, how everything is going, getting his, his thoughts on meta and things like that, and then we'll jump into things like the patch today and the PTR changes, Lucio, of course, news as always, and then uh, we'll round things out with some uh, Apex talk and mm, maybe some other events too that are going on. But first off, yeah, let's talk to you, Wins. Let's get a get caught up with you. And you know, I know you guys have been, you know, obviously traveling a lot. You know, in the last several months, yeah. uh, one big move though is that you guys have moved to Vegas as a team. So wanted to ask you guys how that's been going on and how you've been adjusting to that. Oh yeah, it's it actually taken a while. It has taken a while uh, because we arrived a month ago now, and it took a, a while to get the apartments and to get the application process and everything. So we finally moved in like maybe four or five days ago in an apartment. And that's been really good. Like it's a very good apartment. Like uh, that's a, a new complex. It's all brand new. We have a one gig connection, so we can't really complain. Nice. <laughs> nice. One the most gig? important part. Oh yes, my God, of course, awesome. we made sure. Oh, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> are, are you guys all like connected in the same apartment building or do you all have different setups? Yeah, actually, uh, we have different apartments, but yeah, we we are in the same building in the complex. So, like, we are 30, se- uh, 30 seconds walk away. Okay, so not all in the same room Vegas. and, and doing and, nah. and that whole bit. Okay, now nah, we kind of need the privacy a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We've been at the hotel and practicing the same room for a month. Uh, that's uh, that's enough. Kind of need to, you know. That's <laughs> enough. The room starts smelling a little bit after a while, <laughs> a while when you're in there. So. Very true. Yeah, gotcha. 
Uh, so how do you like Vegas, just generally? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you guys aren't like actually in Vegas. You're just probably right outside of Vegas, correct? Uh, yeah, on the southwest. But yeah, we're quite close to downtown still, uh, like maybe 20 meters right. Oh, so, okay. That's really close. The the sun is not touching me so well. <laughs> <laughs> the sun is bare skin still. The desert, yeah, man. You don't yeah. go outside in Vegas just a, at no. all. Just avoid it at all costs. But uh, yeah, um, actually getting a question, chat. Do you guys have like a, is there like a common practice room that you guys have in Vegas or uh, when you're playing online? Have, yeah, we would have one eventually not just yet which we are fine with but like we would have one eventually to prepare for the big tournaments yeah an office gotcha and for those of you that don't know uh wins is with rogue who is based out of las vegas so one of their investors is stevie Oki, who's who's out there uh so they've now planted down their roots finally here in north america i'm glad to hear things are going well so first of all congrats on the win yesterday or no yes, two, two days ago Alienware uh, Monthly Melee, you took that one down. That's actually your second Alienware Monthly Melee in a row that you have won since you've moved to the NA. Uh, what, what do you think of the NA scene in general uh, and the competition out here? Yeah, uh, on the first one, I was not impressed, I have to say. Like, it was pretty all the way through. We only lost one map in the grand final against uh, Emerge, and we, we played, like, not so good. <laughs> but uh, Selfish, uh, the other day, yeah, they, they gave us some trouble. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they are not very adaptable. Like, they don't really change their comp, but like, they play whatever they're most comp- comfortable with. And their other, again, uh, Tracer and uh, yeah, Soldier, especially, are very, very good. Okay, so uh, that, that's two wins in a row. And, and yeah, that was honestly one of the closest series I've seen in recent memory. It was a in best both of five, yeah. But you know, it was two two best of fives that both went two three. Uh, really, yep. really came down to the last point. And even on the very last map on Gibraltar, it was really, really, really close. Uh, so I, I want to ask you a bit about the meta that we saw unfold during this tournament. Um, you guys seem very set on playing a very specific composition <laughs> with Tracer, Genji, mm-hmm. Winston, Soldier seventy six. Uh, sometimes flexing a li- about, around a little bit on supports. But what is it about this composition that, that you love so much? Well, it's all about uh, being able to play the comfort pick as well for us. Like, Sony is so good on Tracer, like, it's, uh, it's a waste not to have it, uh, not to have him on it, on it most of the time. And then it's all about uh, adaptation. Um, we don't switch that much. Like, we only switch the support whenever we are facing a heavy tank comp. Uh, we switch off from the Rana to actually go for a Zen because we need that much burst to actually able to be to be able to kill them. Uh, but yeah, it's about the comfort picks really, and you always have to go um, for the soldier icon anyway. So you need like the monkey Genji to be able to get there. So it makes sense for us. So it's not so much that you think this composition is like the strongest comp in the game. It's just what happens to work best for your team. Yeah, it's is a strong, strongest for us. And we've tried to play tanks a while back, maybe three months ago, and it didn't go so well. Like, that's not our thing. We like to play aggressive. So that's more our style. Uh, makes sense. Uh, and, I mean, Tracer right now, I mean, talk to me about this character. Like, almost everybody is now playing Tracer on attack and a lot of the time on defense, too. This is not necessarily brand new, but it, it certainly seems to be becoming more and more popular. You know, what do you think it is about Tracer right now? 
Well, the thing is, against the, the dive comp, uh, it's very good because, well, it's not very easy for a Genji or it's it's not easy for a monkey. It's good for the dive and it's good against the, the, the tank comp as well. Like, it's hard to catch her. The only way you're going to kill her is if you actually hook her with Warthog. Or if you just, you know, one-shot her with the right click, which is not going to happen very often. And the the the, the, um, the the ultimate as well is very good against the tanks. You can blow up anyone right away with just the bomb. And you can build the bomb so fast that it's just a powerful uh, character against both comps. Uh, so in NA, uh, do you have any, like, scrim partners that you're going against uh more than others like who are who are your favorite teams to play against i would try to play against everyone because it's nice to actually uh face every style in every composition so we can't really go if we only play against selfless for example then we go we get practice uh against only one composition so that's not gonna help us against like the other teams and we can get surprised uh you know strategically and compose wise so yeah, we we try to play against everyone. We don't really have a uh, couple of teams that we play against. So you you have a um, oh, go ahead. You want to follow? Oh, up I was just gonna or? say yeah no uh, no uh, just looking forward to the next events. Yeah, that's Chris, gonna, if you want to take this? Yeah, I was gonna yeah. talk a little bit about the Overwatch Pit Championships, which you guys will be participating in next. And of course, a lot of those NA teams that that you played against, even the other night, will be participating on that, as well as some other uh, other teams, some of the other top teams in this region. Any specific team, maybe outside of Selfless, that's caught your eye or maybe you're looking forward to playing or seeing them getting better? Um, honestly, no. Like, we haven't had any trouble except against Selfless. So, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty interesting. Like, Selfless, you go back two, three weeks ago, one month ago, nobody was talking about them as one of the top teams. They've just had this, like, insane ascendance over the last two weeks really to to make it to this point i mean they had one really good tournament they've been gaining momentum yeah yeah um but it's just really interesting because they they played with a very different style to you guys it just seems like right now while you 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 know rogue is really set on this dive comp meta Mm -hmm. other teams like selfless are playing with a roadhog and a reinhardt every single time uh so meta seems to be in a pretty interesting spot right now uh, which, which is at least decent. Uh, but I, I think that's a decent segue because just a couple of hours ago, we had a huge patch hit with a lot of different, uh, a lot of different things uh, coming. Uh, and, you know, we've got even the PTR changes, which we'll, we'll talk about in a little bit here. Uh, but uh, particularly, I, I'm interested to get your perspective, Wins, um, those of you just tuning in. Wins, you used to play a lot of Zarya and, and some other roles mm-hmm. back in the day. Now you're on the Lucio role. Uh, and this patch actually has some pretty substantial changes coming to both Ana and Zenyatta, uh, and we have some even more changes coming to Lucio in the PTR. Um, the, the changes here, Ana's damage has been nerfed from 80 to 60, so she can't 1v1 quite as yeah, well, uh, can't participate quite as well, and Zenyatta's right-click was actually buffed, so the cooldown on his orbital destruction is a little bit less. Uh Actually, I think that's going to be a bit more significant than people think. Uh, what do you think about the support meta? Because like we mentioned before, we're seeing Zenyatta's come into play sometimes. You know, if there's Farah in the action, you still sometimes see Mercy. It seems like it's a pretty good spot. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind if it actually buffed, maybe not buffed uh, then, but if it actually made it uh, a bit harder to it because Ana is a pain in the ass to it. But then it's like a floating head. 
Like, uh, if <laughs> yeah. the tracer is around, like, he's dead. So I wouldn't mind if I actually decrease the hitbox a bit. Because, yeah, he's like, he's, he's a free kill, pretty much, if they are running a, tra a distant tracer, that is. Uh, the, the nerf on Anna is justified, like, 80 was way too much. Like, she's, she's too versatile. She's, her toolkit is too good. And she finally is getting a nerf on that. Uh, and uh, Lucio is still mandatory because of the speed. That's a shame. <laughs> I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. And um, Mercy is very um, uh, situational, I would say. It depends on enemy comp. It depends if you can actually run a far. Uh, but it's not a bad error. Actually, the, the change they made on the, on the revive is um, quite annoying and makes her uh, quite powerful now. But it's hard to run her with Farah because then if you're running a, a tank comp, a heavy tank comp, then you're going to uh, lack on damage a bit if you don't have the Zen and you have the Mercy. So it's yeah. it depends on the comp. Like Every hero can work, but you still have to have the Lucio, I guess. Do you, do you see any of these changes that came out today being uh, very you know, effective on the, the current meta? Like, do you see anything changing because I'm, I don't think that's going to change much. No, like we're nothing the Anna's damage, but uh, she's not being used for damage. Like she can defend herself, but that's not going to be a big impact. That's not going to change the comp, I don't think. And uh, Orisa either. Uh, we tried it. Like it's always hard to tell because we can predict stuff based on the on the patch notes and, and, and everything. But like whenever you play her, uh, you need to actually learn how to abuse her in some way, and her abilities and whatever. Like, but I think. Uh, the Orisa is not going to be effective against a dive comp because it's a projectile-based hero, so that's too hard with the Kenji and the Tracer. And like the only one you can actually hit uh, properly is the Monkey. Uh, so uh, I don't think they're going to pick it against us. I don't think they can uh, make it work against us in our comp. But not, not, right. not much yet. As someone that plays <laughs> a, a decent amount of Pharah, I'm super happy about these Ana changes. <laughs> the fact yeah. that Ana could like three shot of Farah from across the map at max distance yeah. is, is kind of frustrating. So uh, I think everyone out there is probably happy just to see Ana tuned down a little bit more, a little bit more. I, I like, I like how Blizzard has been approaching Ana. Like that some of the PTR changes seemed like they were a little bit too extreme, but yeah, let's, let's keep adjusting Ana until she's kind of where, where we think yeah. she should be at. Uh, does this put her into that spot where you could choose Zen, you could choose Ana. Like she's not, I mean, she's still really good, obviously. Like, yeah, her healing's yeah. her, main, her main benefit. Does this put her in a spot where you think she's reasonable, or does do we see, need to see more changes? Yeah, I don't think it changes much. I think she's still very powerful. Her ultimate is literally uh, a free-one fight, unless you fuck it up. Uh, so that's, uh, that's still very strong. Um, I don't, yeah, I, like I said, I don't think it's going to change much, nothing of damage. I think she might need, like, she's still the strongest healer in the game. By far, so if anyone, if any team is playing a, a heavy tank comp, they're gonna uh, have to go for the Anadus because it's that strong with that comp. And yeah, the the ultimate is still uh, like uh, probably overpowered a bit. Maybe we, we need to tune it down. Really, the alt still, you mm. think? Yeah, fifty percent of everything for... is like yeah, it's <laughs> because a nano it's a blade, bit... nano yeah. nano visor mainly. Yeah. You, like you can't do anything against it unless unless you take a, a few characters to. To counter it, like you need to go for Diva if you want to counter the um, 
yeah, the visor and the nano boost. Like you, you have no choice. Even if you have her, like you're not one hundred percent sure to be able to get in time to the soldier and deny him before he actually gets two kills. Like it's it, it goes so fast. And if he flanks, you're well, you're fucked. <laughs> That's the way it works. So yeah, I wouldn't mind if I actually nerfed it uh, the ultimate a bit more. And yeah, see, actually experiment on it. All right. So another change actually coming in this patch as well that. Uh, might be good for you guys is Winston's mm-hmm. barrier now starts uh, the cooldown starts as soon as he places it instead of after the barrier is dead. Uh, this is reverting a change that they made earlier on in the game's life cycle. Uh, is this a significant change, minor change? Are you happy about that? Uh, again, that's going to depend on the composition we're playing because uh, if you're playing a Rodog a Rodog base comp, then they're going to destroy the shield right away anyway, so it's going to recharge right away. But if you're playing um, a comp that can't destroy the shield very fast, then it's a yeah, it's a significant change. Okay. But yeah, uh, obviously that's... anything that's gonna buff or comp uh, is always welcome yeah. by us. Yeah, I mean the biggest possibility about that. The biggest mm-hmm. possibility yeah. is Ariza, right? Just because she's a brand new entity entering mm. the yeah. game, so that, yeah, that always takes a few weeks. <laughs> right? Yeah, you have yet. Like uh, I remember when Anna was uh, released. Uh, everyone thought it was actually garbage and no one used it, but it was actually so OP. And uh, it took a while before people actually figured out uh, how to abuse their an ultimate. They finally pulled out the Reaper, and I think we might see the same thing with any new, uh, any new hero, really. Like, we don't really know uh, what's possible with Orisa yet. Like, it's going to take a bit of time yeah. to figure out. Well, speaking of new heroes that uh, we haven't fully explored their potential, Sombra also got a buff. Yep. Uh, pretty pretty minor buffs. Um, the, the the translocator cooldown is now four seconds instead of six seconds, and teammates can see hacked health packs through walls. Neither of these are like earth shattering changes at all. Uh, and, and I noticed particularly, you guys don't really seem to use Sombra. Um, what do you think about Sombra? Have you tried using her in scrims? You, you know, what do you think about her versatility, particularly? With dive comps as well, yeah, she's pretty good. She's pretty good with dive comp, especially against the heavy tanks comp because it's gonna remove the shield with ultimate, and she can build the ultimate so fast. Uh, well, even faster now with the cooldown reduced on the translocator. So she was actually, I think, in a good spot. Just uh, people are actually um, minders, like underestimating her. I think, like we we have trouble uh, on the King of the maps against Liquid just because they were using Sombra and. She was wrecking uh, the back lane all the time. Really? Wow. I think I think like uh, yeah, you need the only way we actually found to counter them is to not play with anyone on the ground. Just uh, far mercy, Genji. <laughs> wow. uh, yeah, that's very the way you go time. with somebody. It's actually quite strong, but uh, people still have the thing is it's a very technical or like you need to play a lot to actually be able to uh, abuse her. And you need to know uh, which pack to hack and how to aggress them and to build your ultimate fast. So yeah, it takes a lot of experience and time, I think, to actually be able to play good with her. But I, I think she's in pretty good place right now. Yeah, we're starting to see her just a tiny, tiny bit more. You know, even even in Apex yeah. too, just on, on certain moments, certain key mo- points and maps, particularly like usually first point. You know, we'll see her just for a little bit and. Uh, Kind of like how I, that's about as much as I want to see Sombra. I, I don't think I'd like to see Sombra in every single game. Mm-hmm. Just having her just, just be spot uses would be great. Yeah, I think she's going to be very annoying with the four seconds cooldown. 
that's huge yeah i think that's pretty big right just the trend very slippery character now (laughs) well she was already slippery but now she's gonna be able to exit out of situations really fast she's back in she's a zinata nightmare (laughs) she is definitely um well anything else to really talk about today's patch i mean if not we can go move on to the ptr changes well, I'm kind of interested to just theory craft about Orisa. Uh, okay, Wins, sure. you're saying that you don't think Orisa is going to be very good against dive comps, and I see why. Yeah. Obviously, her primary fire is a slow projectile, so it's going to be pretty hard. Uh, but right before this, right before we jumped on air for the podcast, I was playing around on ranked, and you can actually just spam her gun through doorways, uh, and yeah. like a tracer in the middle of that spam for like a half second loses is like almost dead instantly. So. I don't know. I'm kind of interested to see. I'm not like 100% sure that she won't be able to counter at least Tracer out of this. I mean, obviously, if you're in in the air as Farrah or Genji, it's a lot different. But Tracer can basically just get like owned by Orisa spam coming through the doorways. I mean, what do you think her place is going to be generally, Orisa as a character? Uh, I think you're going to have to play, uh, you're not going to have to play her in a very uh, heavy tank comp. And, uh, like you said, Tracer is going to be vulnerable against Orisa, but Tracer is vulnerable against anything. Like, if you eat her, like, she, <laughs> she can die. Like, uh, not just Orisa. Like, that's not uh, because of Orisa. Like, she, she won't be the quintal to Tracer at all. And I think, like, whenever we engage, we have the monkey shield, so they're going to be protected from that. And they, Orisa has a shield, but it's very, very easy to go past when you play the dive comp. So, like, yeah, that's not going to be effective against the dive comp, I don't think. Yeah, so a lot of people were originally when they were talking about Ariza or, or even some of the designers were you know talking about her being a, an alternative to being in an anchor tank, you know, alternative to possibly Reinhardt. Um, yeah, do you I love see that. that yeah, I, <laughs> I was going to ask you do you see that happening given that Reinhardt is Reinhardt is just good. I, I don't think people yeah, talk about really it cool. enough. He's just so flexible and versatile as an anchor tank. A cooldown base uh, shield is never going, going to be as good as Reinhardt like he, he put it out Whenever he wants, whenever he needs. That's yeah, and that's a two thousand shield as well. Even movement that can move. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think we've never talked about Reinhardt nerfs like ever. So I'm wondering, you know, if it's I don't know kind of enough. It like yeah, that's gonna be tough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, having Ariza be. I don't think he's OP. Uh, I don't think he needs enough, but like. You need better yeah, things. He's I a guess. really well-designed character. Yeah, I think. I think he's great. He might be too well-designed for them to to figure out an alternatives for him. Uh, okay, so Ariza, you're thinking in heavy tank, uh, just meta. So four yeah, tank type four. of metas where you can get a another one. I mean, I'm thinking of that, but like again, it's gonna take time to figure out uh, how we can abuse there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you like the like, ultimate? Might... Do you like the ultimate at all? It's not bad, but like we play dive comp. I don't think we can use it effectively <laughs> yeah. with dive yeah, comp. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. I, I can't but, help but feel like she could have used some sort of charge ability where she could actually like yeah. move faster. Yeah, she feels really slow. Yeah, that's her biggest weakness. She has a lack of mobility, definitely. Uh, well, before we move on, any any more thoughts on the current meta? You know, today's patch, uh, the state the state of the meta. Do you think there's any glaring issues that you'd like to see fixed, or is it pretty good right now? I'm pretty uh, satisfied with the changes because it actually helps us. So 
Yeah, we're gonna have to see about the ratio changes on the PTR. <laughs> All right, that's exactly that's, what we want to talk we're about next. Segue into yes, PTR uh, currently has a a very large Lucio change, which. I think originally when I heard about Lucio changes, I'm like, yes, okay, you know, we've had all these, finally, you know, yeah, we've had all these people talking about, oh, I'm so so tired of playing the same thing with Lucio, and and I just felt like it was a a call to maybe change Lucio so that you could play a different support hero, uh, but it ended up resulting in just changes to Lucio, not not even necessarily a, a nerf. So that's one thing to, to, I guess I'd like to get your opinion on, is just whether you think it's a nerf or not. And then just uh, maybe we can dig down into each of these. But just to sum, sum up some of the changes, so his Sonic Amplifier, which is his, um, you know, just his left click, is um, the speed is increased from 40 to 50 now. Um, his Boop now has a vertical orientation to it. So if you've seen some of the funny videos that have already been posted with Reinhardt yeah. charging right over Elysio yeah. because of a boop and things like that. Uh, it's been it definitely been amusing and powerful for a lot of people. Uh, the area effect for the songs, um, you know, the E, uh, has been, or just generally, has been decreased from 30 meters to 10 meters, which is huge. <laughs> I think that's probably one of the it's biggest not things. It's not the E, I think it's a OR as well. Uh, yeah, it's the OR too. Yeah, basically everything. And um, mm. now you actually see an indicator too. So you'll see like the circle around them. It's know how close they need to be, which is good. I like that. Uh, the heal song now it has been increased by 50%. He's a better yep, healer now because all. of that. Uh, sound barrier uh, radius is decreased from 30 meters to 20 meters. Not, not quite as drastic as the song area effect, but still a reduction. And then the wall yep. riding, his movement speed is now 30% faster. And then he gets a burst of speed when he jumps off of the wall. Which has has been pretty interesting too. <laughs> Watching some of those Lucio videos have been pretty interesting. Uh, okay, so what do you think about this wins? Is this first off? Is this a buff or a nerf? It depends the competition you're uh, running. I guess okay. I will get into yeah. it. Like, uh, okay, the projectile speed increase is actually uh, very welcome. No more yes, <laughs> no helium balls. Uh, like it was too random. Like you felt so in impactful because of it. But yeah, I, okay. The thing is, uh, they are nerfing the radius a lot on the aura, and I think that's gonna nerf uh, the dive comp, and that's gonna buff the heavy tank comp, where they can just move uh, together as a death ball, especially with the the healing being buffed a lot. Uh, so with the dive comp, the only way I think you can actually play it now is if you play with your back lane. And just play defensive, disengage with them, heal them, and then you can't really use the wall hide ever because <laughs> you just have to play passive. Uh, so I have mixed feelings about this. Like, I guess uh, it's gonna feel better to use the projectile pin anyway. It's a new one, uh, but like, I don't know. I think that's gonna make the, the dive comp worse. Maybe not even usable, perhaps. Because that's going to be impossible to be in a range of uh, Genji and Tracer, which just go very deep all the time. Like you can't follow them even with the boost uh, on the movement speed, I think. So we're going to have to see how it plays out. I, I, I'm not sure. I think we have to increase the radius a bit just on the door. I think that's two meters is way overkill. 
maybe 15, 20, whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. Uh, and I'm actually glad we have you on the show this week to talk about these changes yes. because you are now playing Lucio for Rogue. And going from 30 meters to 10 is actually insane. Like, it's hard to even realize like how big that change is. It's, it's basically going to make it so Lucio has to be right up next to his teammates in order to be giving them any kind of aura whatsoever. Uh, and I understand the, the mentality here. I mean, this is a direct response to this common perception, this common thread within the community that playing Lucio sometimes doesn't feel super impactful. You're kind of just standing in the middle of your teammates. Uh, so, okay, the gun, the gun projectile speed, you're going to be able to do a little bit more damage, you know, feel a little bit more effective. The increased the increase in uh, healing rate, the rate of healing, and also the rate of speed is going to make it so when you're healing, you feel like you're doing a little bit more, a little bit more actively. Uh, and of course, the the buff to wall riding is going to make him so hard to kill. I mean, Lucio is already hard to kill <laughs> when he's yeah. speed boosting around, jumping around a card. Uh, he's I, I can only imagine uh at what it's going to be like at lower tiers if you just have lucio's like spinning around the room so all of these changes <laughs> yeah exactly oh yeah they're show on the pillars yeah. i'm going to be a second point yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah so all of these changes fit this uh narrative that lucio doesn't feel super super impactful to play but what it seems like it's going to result in is that lucio is, is just going to have to play super tight with the whole team like to actually yeah. be effective with a lucio everyone's going to be going to need to be like within this very small radius, which like you said, wins is going to make playing dive comps much, much more difficult. You're going to have to yep. play right up next to the Lucio. And it sounds like it's actually going to be a buff to like the death bolt comps of, yep. of old. Yeah, it will. Like the That's... inning is going to be insane actually, especially when uh, Anna's nade uh, on the tanks. Yeah, That's right. From the Lucio. He's going to get uh, many more ultimates for the tanks. I, I that's going to be so hard to actually be in range ever of the Tracer and the, and the Genji if you play dive. Like, I don't think you can actually go through uh, the Reinhardt shield because Reinhardt's... When you play dive, Reinhardt's uh, only focus one guy. It's a Lucio. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's right. the only one he can hit. Right. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about this. Like, uh, maybe individually that's going to that's gonna feel better because of the projectile speed uh, increase. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm excited just, to I'm, try it. I'm just wondering yeah. what the motivation is for ch changing it. I mean, because they 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 said in this developer's comment that it's like they felt like it's a must pick due to its raw healing and output and, and the versatility of it. Um, but it's like it's still a must pick. I don't think they've changed that at all. Just I think they're trying it. to make yeah this be harder uh, uh, to use, so it's not as uh, mandatory uh, even with the dive comp. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, the thing they don't the the, the tank home, they don't really need the the speed anymore. Like, they can mm, you can just eat through. I think the damage if you're engaged, because that's going to be too much shield with the Anna and the Lucio now. And yeah. the tank home. Right, I, right. I, I don't know. I've I have mixed feelings about this. <laughs> yeah, well. me too. I, I mean, I, I play Lucio is probably like my second most played character over all all seasons so far. Uh, I definitely agree with you have on the mixed feelings part. That said, like in theory, I've said this so many times on the show in the past. Like in theory, anything that increases the skill cap yeah. for any character and makes opportunities for teams to actually have to coordinate more closely together, in theory, I like those things. I like things that make the game yeah, harder and like incre increase opportunities for uh, 
coordination and like force teams to be more coordinated. Uh, but these this specific change, I mean, it, yeah, for the reasons we already said, it just seems like it, it, it's going to encourage potentially these more uh, these more death volley comps and dive comps yeah. a lot of fun to watch. Like everybody um, likes watching, you know, dive comps. For the I'll, most be a, part. I'll be I'll be completely honest. I'll be very disappointed if the the meta in the pro scene turns into just full death ball comp again. <laughs> That will yeah. that is terrible. Like I'm just gonna come out and say yeah. that is terrible because what we've been watching lately has been so awesome and fun to watch, and the death ball. We all know the death ball meta. It, it's a like universal thing. Like it, it's something that happens across the board. It's it's not something that just only happens on one map or a couple maps. It happens on every single map whenever that meta is strong, and yep. that that was not a great period for us, which was, you know, happened a few months ago. So if we get back to that, that's going to be very disappointing. And especially with Overwatch League coming up, come on, we got to get the meta in like an awesome spectating type of shape. Yeah. It was a nightmare to play as well. Uh, Before they nerfed the Diva and Roadhog and uh, before you had to run a a quad comp yourself. Because if you run anything else, like the old uh, death ball feels untouchable. You can't, go on any of them without actually dying. And you have to run the same comp and just try to outplay them. But like that's kind of random because then it all comes down to ultimate and yep. not actual skill. So that's disappointing. <laughs> exactly. And even just the the great ooh and awe plays, they just don't happen as much whenever you're, you're watching that type of meta go against each other. So I guess the question is, is what can they do to maybe still keep that increase in skill cap for for uh lucio generally and then but still keeping you know dive comp i guess alive just lowering it down to i mean or increasing the meters to uh the aura effect to 20 is that enough or is that still going to kill dive comp no i think that would be enough but it's it's hard to tell because the, the increase on the healing as well is so insane that that's gonna be out to kill any heavy tank, Ooh, tank okay. comp, I think. Right. Like with Anna and Lucio healing just as much now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, like, mm, it's hard to imagine. Maybe you might have to focus Lucio more now. That's the thing. Heal so much, like, maybe that's just uh, what we have to do to adjust. Boring Anna. Here's <laughs> what I would have done. Up, but <laughs> this, would, this would be my wow. dream Lucio changes is bring it from 30 meters to 20 meters and yep. only buff his uh buff his uh the rate of fire or sorry the uh the projectile speed and the damage of his gun so he could actually fight uh and then maybe maybe make his like i, I like the the wall riding giving a speed boost yeah so that's what i would do make it make him faster make his gun do more damage you can maybe tone down his his radius a little bit uh but that that would be my dream lucio change yeah i i think what you've been wanting from you know Lucio, or even generally for, since we started this show, you know, from a a support hero, is just a more offensive support hero. And I wouldn't mind if Lucio took that direction instead of more I mean, of a healer. Like that's mm-hmm. definitely not what we need. I mean, one of the biggest remember Beta Lucio. <laughs> Wait, which so one? much fun, man! Oh yeah, just Lucio. When, when, Lucio. Yeah, Lucio when Lucio's projectile actually did more damage, you could one v one tracers. It felt so good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt. That, well, actually, one v one tracers. That's not. I, I don't think that's necessarily um, unreasonable. You know, I, I think he, Lucio, should be able to at least do decently tracer. 
unlike, you know, Oniver's Genji and singing crazy stuff like that, which we see sometimes. Um, but with, yeah, with the healing, you know, one of the biggest complaints we've seen, you know, during the tank comp and everything is just that there's too much healing in Overwatch. You know, what we're hearing from some of the pros. And this is just increasing that even more, right? Yep. And that's... I, I, yeah, I don't know what to think yet. We <laughs> yeah. have to play it before we actually make a judgment. Yeah. True, true. I'm just concerned about the increased dating. Are, are you? Guys... I, I will say. No, go I'm gonna say. Give just give one note. Uh, when we saw those the most recent Ana changes go to PTR, uh, everyone was kind of freaking out. And I I called it on the show two weeks ago. Yeah, we did. Not all of these changes are gonna go to live. And and guess what? Only one of the changes actually went to live. I think it's very much the same case here. Like it just feels like we've gotten to the point where Blizzard. They're gonna try some a lot of things in, in PTR now, and I don't think, I I don't think this is gonna go through the way it is right now. I, I I would bet a lot of money on that. Yeah, I think generally speaking, you're right. Like just big changes, and maybe they'll they'll dial it back. This is different than Ana though. Ana was like a straight nerf, and then we buffed Zenyatta too. So I mean, it was this this knee-jerk react you know that switch over to zen for a lot of people because of just those two changes happening at the same time uh so dialing back on both of them i think uh, that was a good decision on their part and maybe they'll still inch it up a little bit this is more of i don't even know what you call it. i mean I, I was thinking this is more of a, a redesign um attempt but yeah it's it's kind of like a redesign but kind of a you know, just pseudo nerf buff <laughs> action here. So I don't think they've changed it drastically enough if for a redesign. Uh, and at the same time, I think they've, like you guys have talked, they've ner they've buffed it on certain comps and they've nerfed it in certain comps. I'm not sure that was what was intended for him. Yeah, I see what we're trying to accomplish. We're actually trying to make positioning to be a thing. Like, right. You need I to don't mind that. Yeah. That's, Instead that's... of being in the middle of the point and just hiding and you're doing your job just by having the all on and pressing E with 12 seconds. But yeah, I think that's slightly overkill still. 10 meters. Okay. Yeah, so we'll have to see. Are you guys able to play on the PTR? I mean, are there actual scrims going on and maybe getting some data over to the Blizzard guys? Do you know? Uh, no, we had to prepare for the tournament yeah, yeah. last weekend. So like we just played on live. Okay. now, at least. Well, hopefully they're getting some good feedback. Hopefully some folks are, are doing it. <laughs> yeah, I think they need to do the nerf still, especially the, the the nade. I think it's way too OP. Uh, if she hits the nade on four people and you do good, you just go in. They have no chance. It's it's a bit ridiculous. Oh man, that'd be that'd be rough. That'd Maybe be they'll rough. nerf it's the insane. nade because of that, or at least do something to it. Yeah. Okay. They actually well, did at some point, didn't they? And then they reverted it. Yeah, they did. I mean, it was like the last yeah, thing. Yeah, right? I think the they should have change. kept it. The, the I agree. healing portion? Yeah. The... I think they should decrease uh, the debuff, actually. Oh, yeah. the debuff. Okay. They yeah. should actually mm -hmm. be able to heal through a bit, maybe 50% or something, decrease the healing. But yeah. Uh, yeah. 0% is insane. If he, if he hits uh, a good grenade with four or five people, it's a one fight. You don't even have to use ultimate. It's insane. Yeah. It's like, basically as good as an alt, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's it's as well. Tell it, tell it ten seconds maybe cooldown. It's insane. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that. That's pretty much I think what we were talking about on the show too. <laughs> exactly that. That's so. <laughs> seems to be the general consensus. All right. Well, why don't we uh, let's talk about some things that are happening in the news. Um, we've had just a couple of things, not not too many things. Um, so Ajax and Harblue 
uh, finally are officially on NRG. I don't think that's any surprise. But uh, any any thoughts on that in, in general? I mean, uh, wins maybe knowing the guys and everything. Uh, well, I don't really know Jack, but I know Abru is a very good Rodog. So if the Rodog keeps uh, staying the meta, yeah, he's gonna be a very good addition to NRG. And uh, I don't know what to think of the lineup yet, just because they haven't been practicing. They still have Numnock in the UK, I think. I think he just got his, uh, uh, yeah, Visa approved. So he's going to come over in there and they're finally going to start practicing. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, there's just follow up news to that as well that they've dropped out of the, the Overwatch pit tournament. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to see them for a little bit longer, unfortunately, for all the NRG fans that have been waiting since MLG Vegas to see these guys play again. I don't think they played at anything since Vegas where they didn't look so great. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to seeing this team play. Of course, it pretty much has like the most star power you could ever have on a single team with uh, IDDQD, uh, of course, Seagull, and now we've got uh, Harblue on there as well. All of those guys have insane stream viewers. So that's going to be a fan favorite team to watch for sure. And I just hope they, they don't crash and burn because it's happened a few times now uh, as they keep restructuring this team. So take your time, guys. Looking forward to seeing you play. Good luck. Yeah, no, that seems like the approach they're taking, right? They don't want to they yeah, don't want to have any bad showings, you know, or at least jump into an event and possibly have another bad showing here. That's good. You know, definitely take that, get as much practice as possible with the new lineup. And we all know, like, right, I mean, especially you guys wins, like, right when you get a new roster, you know, it's like, it takes a while to gel, right? Yeah. Even if it's not a new roster, if you haven't been practicing for a week or so, it feels like you're a new team again. Yeah. And you need to get the habits back. <laughs> it's... Yeah, exactly. So uh, maybe, I don't know, is there going to be an event after Pit? Do you guys know? Is there anything on the schedule wins, you know, mm-hmm. after Pit? Dude, there's so little mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. We keep no, saying there's so little, but then stuff like, continually pops up. I guess so. there's going to be the Alienware Monthly Media uh, next month as well. Yeah, so. yeah, true. Yeah, they and can hop yeah, in on that's that. That's it for now. Yeah, 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 totally. Oh, you know, one thing about the Monthly Media we didn't talk about is Runaway played in it. Which was yeah, I very think that surprising. Was, uh, I think that was silly, uh, stupid. I don't see the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, why? That was that was really odd. I mean, yeah. you know, they weren't going to show anything, and, and obviously the ping was terrible. I think they never <laughs> tried before uh, to actually play uh, from another continent. I'm not going to answer that. And uh, they are not going to come back again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Korea to the. Yeah. We've tried this once, uh, no, twice actually, uh, last year as Rogue, uh, with TK9 Force to play uh, in an American tournament. And it's unplayable, like, it's so frustrating, you can't actually play your best uh, with that ping. So, yeah, they tried, I don't think they're going to come back. Yeah, and they're going to get, like it. yeah, they're going to let uh, all the fellow Korean know, yeah, no, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, um, let's see. Next bit of news, we have uh, a new team being announced, uh, Laser Kittens, which, uh, you know, making news, at least with, uh, yeah, here's the ESPN article, uh, making some big news just because the GM is uh, the Ooh. former, or started, at least the team started by a former Misfits GM. And um, yeah, it consists of, let's see, uh, it looks like Kib. Wait, is it Kib, Winghaven, Gray? Um, Zapri, Zapri, Nesh, and, and Spazo. Yeah, and uh, uh, it's obviously founded by. I Alex. love how international this team is. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's totally across just, the board. 
all six members are from different countries. <laughs> this is like the so, complete opposite of what you're doing, Wins. <laughs> so you guys yeah. are doing. Yep. Yeah, the thing is, like, uh, French is not really speaking English, so yeah, <laughs> you're gonna go for it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, we got one one Brit, one guy from Spain. Uh, we've got a Swede. Uh, I'm not sure where the rest of these guys. Oh wait, no, Nesh is German. Nesh so, yeah, German. He yeah. was all over the place. Uh, it, but it's a pretty interesting lineup. I mean, a lot of familiar guys. names here. Kib, mm-hmm. we all know him from his mm-hmm. days on Reunited, and of course when he was as a very, very adept Genji. So Genji really strong in the meta right now, Winghaven. Obviously, we also know him from the old Reunited days. And um, guys like Nesh has been around, Zapre's been around. Uh, So yeah, this this should be a decent team. Looking forward to see how they do. Yeah, and they're going to be participating in the Pitch Championship too, which uh, is divided into NA and EU. Yeah. So they'll be on the EU side. Yay, something for EU. (laughs) Yeah, I think we we would do okay. Yeah, I think so too. So that's good news. More, you know, more teams, especially EU teams, popping up. I think there's still plenty of opportunity, or there's still plenty of talent in EU that can assemble these, you know, really, really good teams. It's just there's no events. Got to get events out for those folks. Yeah, so can... in European, yeah, it's uh, in Europe, it's uh, yeah, yeah, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Evidenced by the fact that the fully French team is now in Vegas. I know, right? Uh, and now, Misfit isn't Misfits like coming out too, or are they out already? I don't even know. Misfits uh, is in Miami, right? I think isn't that the joke? I don't oh, know. maybe that's a joke. supposed to be. I, I don't know. I don't know it if they are or not. <laughs> but yeah, they're gonna make the move eventually. Like they have to for the league. So yeah, they have to settle in a city though, and how how that works. I'm guessing you guys are gonna be Vegas Rogue whenever Overwatch League comes out. I think that's the plan. Yeah, yes. that's the plan. The hope. Okay, well, uh, right. before we move on, I want to give a shout-out to some of the folks that are listening to the show on iTunes. Uh, you may not realize it, but uh, the show is available on audio channels, too, like iTunes and Google Podcasts and SoundCloud, so you can check that out there if you're a big fan of listening to podcasts on the way to work or wherever. And just want to give a quick shout-out to the folks that have left us great reviews, just five-star reviews and a nice comment. really helps out the show whenever you do so. It helps people find the overview when they're looking for Overwatch podcasts. So big shout-out to Min123445678, Rival Dealer, Parker0615, Bjoy612. Really, really appreciate it. And we've been getting like a bunch of reviews lately, so really appreciate that. You guys you know, are on iTunes and can spare like one minute or 30 seconds, that would help us a great deal. Thanks a lot. Okay, next uh, up. Well, I mean, oh, there's just ahead. some tangential breaking news that I'm going to throw in here because it right. just kind of dropped dropped a few hours ago, yeah. which is Cloud9 has picked up a ser- Series A funding. So oh, yes. Another, th- another topic that we've touched on on the show many times is just how much money is pouring into this damn scene and Cloud9... It's been one of the very few teams that hasn't taken in a lot of uh, capital, but it does look like they've raised another fund. And they have a crazy list. Like, this is maybe <laughs> a little bit too inside baseball for everybody, but uh, a crazy list of, like, Silicon Valley uh, folks, people, NBA folks. Uh, actually, Hunter Pence, the San Francisco Giants player. Uh, He's like got, Joe and, Montana, dude. I mean, like, yeah, greatest like, of one of the, one of the greatest of all time football Reddit players. co-founder Alexis Ohanian, yeah. like... <laughs> Yeah, Guys from it. Tesla, the board of t- directors from Tesla are jumping in. So yet yeah. another <laughs> esports team has just 
got the money, just pour it in from mainstream sports, from venture capital, from Silicon Valley. Uh, this just keeps happening, man. It's crazy. Congrats to those guys. For yeah, sure. totally. Uh, does it say how much it was or no? Um, I don't. I'm, I'm looking at this. Actual, uh, oh, it's PPP yeah. live article. Doesn't quite say anywhere yeah. between. Wait. Uh, oh, never mind. Well, yeah. So I mean, part of the rumor is like this is part of this money is being secured so that they can bid absolutely. for an Overwatch League team. So, yeah, absolutely. And there you go. I guess they're bidding as Cloud Nine, which is really cool. You know, like they're bidding as as the team itself. Um, you know, I was anticipating, you know, these joint vent, you know, this very merger or partnerships, you know, being of uh, and and maybe just the parent company being the ones that are bidding. But in this particular place, our particular case, it actually is the the esport brand that's going to be. It looks like it's going to be that way. That's really really cool. Lots of sports folks continuing to get in on uh, Overwatch, and I think this is again just the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's just the beginning. Totally. Yeah. Exciting times. Okay. Uh, I don't want to gossip, but yeah, it seems like all the teams are talking about uh, are talking to NBA teams now. Yeah, many many yeah. teams. I mean, there's what 30... and, and remember, go go back to BlizzCon, and uh, one thing that we were ranting about, and we were so impressed by, and we thought it was so cool, was the fact that they had all these traditional esports team owners in the same room as these NBA executives, these NFL executives. Uh, venture capitalists, Elon Musk, they were all there, man. So yep. uh, props to, to I, I don't know if this is all connected or not. I mean, we're obviously making conjecture here, but uh, I think there's pretty good evidence to say that a lot of this investment is happening partially, at least because of the potential for o- Overwatch League. So there you go. Yeah. That would Absolutely. Be. It's so interesting that it's basketball over some of the, the... I wonder if it's because of the arenas, you know, like the basketball arenas are... are... They're proper. I think they're better sized for esport events than they are than say a football stadium. Uh, I think con- conventional wisdom is just like basketball's a little like a little bit skews a little bit younger, a little bit hipper, a little bit more digital savvy okay. in terms yeah. of its fan base and also the owners and and players themselves. So makes sense. Totally makes sense. Okay, well, why don't we? A lot more popular than football as well <laughs> in the U.S. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well. Wait, it gets more people than football? Is what you said? I think he yeah. means uh, more popular. Football. Oh, football. You mean like soccer? Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. That's definitely soccer. true. Sorry. I was talking about American football. Yeah. Okay. For God. Sorry. All the Europeans out there. <laughs> yeah. Great <Go> rugby. <laughs> you just like pissed off all of our European viewers. Yeah, I know. I know. My bad, guys. My bad. Um, all right. Why don't you talk about events that uh, have been happening? Obviously, the big one is Apex. We uh, there obviously was event or uh, matches that happened earlier today in the morning, but since uh, not all of us have watched it quite yet, I'll probably save it till next week. But why don't we talk about just the other matches that happened on Friday and even just last week, uh, which secured three out of the four semifinalist spots. So right now we're sitting with um, Meta Athena, Lunatic High, and uh, Runaway. You know, in the final final position, Meta Athena. Yeah, and LW after tonight, today, but, you know, again, like, we probably won't touch on that match quite yet, but LW Blue did secure the last spot. Yeah. So we'll be going into the semifinals. I think they start on Friday, right? I don't think they... Did they give them extra time for uh, the semifinals? I, I figured they'd give them, like, a, a week or whatever for the finals, but... 
I think the semifinals might be starting this Friday. So we'll have to check that out. Liquipedia to the rescue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you can also, you know, just check out the OGN site, of course. But why don't we talk about some of the Group B matches? Um, you guys got caught them all, right? Got a chance to watch them, at least the first rounds of the group stages? A fair number. Okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so what do you think about Metathena? I mean, they're, they're the ones that went 2-0, obviously securing that spot first. Beating AFB uh, as well as uh, Kung Du Panthera. Actually, beating Kung Fu Panther 3-0 pretty easily, actually. It was pretty yeah, that's dominating. Tough. Yeah. Uh, anything stand out to you, Wins, with Metathena right now? <sighs> Not really. I'm impressed, actually, uh, did beat that badly, uh, Kung Du, because you're a very good team, probably one of the best in Korea, I would say. They're going to play against Trinity Thai. Uh, didn't they beat them already once? I think Amethina? they did. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I believe so in the groups, right? Yeah, so I like I would say they're they're probably the favorite now to win the tournament if they keep on rolling. Yeah, I I think at least the way they looked <laughs> this this yeah. past uh, t- week they it's that they have to be the favorite at least when people are looking at it. Uh, ben. What do you think, man? Metathena. Well, I, I okay. I love the fact that their name has meta in it because they don't <laughs> give a shit about the meta. They they they're playing. Dude, I, I just love the Koreans, man. Of, of course, it's the Koreans that are coming up with the most crazy off-the-wall strategies, you know, boosting entire teams into places that you Dude, never thought they'd go. Like, was go awesome. all the way around the back on Eichenwald or Eichenwald. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk and, about like, that. like, boosting up, yeah. like, behind the point. Like, no one would have ever thought to do that, ever. And uh, so glad, glad to see Korea. Like, of course, they're on the ball trying to innovate new things. And it, it's pretty cool to see that they're having a lot of success with it, too. Um, and I think just the general thing to talk about is both of the Kongdu teams are out. They're they're both out. Spoilers, guys. Two, these two teams were three and zero in their groups, and neither of them actually made it through the second stage of groups. Uh, so yeah, got to give it's, it to Meta Athena. That's a big turnaround. Not even like that. They're both out. It it's really about how they looked too. I mean, Uncia did not look good at all when they, when they got ousted, and uh, I would say I would say Panthera looked better. But, um, you know, Wins, you were just telling me before the show that these two teams are really, really good in practice. So it was a bit shocking. Yeah, if I, were, if, if I had to rate uh, the Korean teams, I would probably put uh, the two Kongdu uh, teams on top two in practice. Like, they are the team we had the hardest. Uh, it was the hardest against them. Like, uh, Lunatic High, in comparison, whenever we played them, it was not easy, but it was nothing. Uh, in comparison to the Kongdu teams. But I think this, they, they have some issues uh, still. They need to get some experience from the tournament they're playing so we can actually handle the pressure better. Because they did actually play well in the in the group stage, but not much uh, pressure just yet. And then when we have to play better teams and uh, more organized teams, uh, deeper in the tournament, they don't do as well. So I think they are going to be, a, a, if they actually manage it and, and um, Learn how to another push They're gonna be uh, probably okay. top, top five at least in right. Korea. So it wasn't a meta change or anything like that. You know, just mid tournament that m- might have affected them. You think it's just purely nerves? Yeah, probably the diva nerf as well. Like they had the sick diva on both teams. Uh, it probably did uh, affect them uh, a bit, but I don't think too much because they still did very well in the group side and they looked really good. So I yeah. probably a bit, you know. 
So from your experience living and playing in Korea for a little while, you definitely thought that you saw these two Kongdu teams as being the best, right? At the time. Yeah, when we went uh, to the IEM, actually, we were practicing uh, in the Kongdu uh, facilities and we played them, uh, we played against them a lot. And uh, it was rough and long days, to say the least. It, uh, <laughs> yeah, you could go like, play 18 maps and not win any just because we are that good and consistent. Wow. And when we saw we actually oh, lost uh, against LW, uh, it was red at the time, I think. Yeah, LW red, which won the tournament like 3 0. What, 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 what the hell? Because we didn't play LW red, so we don't know what, what to expect. But when we beat uh, Pantera 3 0, we were like, well, okay, well, we're fucked. <laughs> Damn, wow. That's, that's rough. Yeah, very, very insane. I guess talking about some of the matches, just like Meta Athena in general. I mean, can can we just talk about how it's like some some of the plays? I mean, these some of these matches, like it's as a like esport fan or as just you know, it's specifically an Overwatch esport fan. It's amazing when you see just single, you know, s- single performances that are just amazing, right? Especially when they have the point of view at the time and. For a few of them with Libero during that Meta Athena coming to Panthera, it was just like wow, just watching him play play uh, Hanzo. Actually, Libero and Flower, I think, both of those guys playing Hanzo on some of these maps were just amazing to watch. And then Libero had that one play with Sombra where he like tran- throws his transporter yeah. in the air, uh, warps up there, and then like immediately comes down and hacks the Reinhardt and his team, like wipes the, the team at that. Point. That was crazy good. Crazy good. Yeah. Oh, you have the clip just here. Using, okay. Yeah. I mean, show it. Using. I, yeah. I actually just went to the OGN. I just went to the OGN global uh, channel uh, and oh, checked out their top clips. I just ahead. This is the first one. The one <laughs> you're talking about right now one, yeah. is, is this uh, somber yeah. play. But I mean, they just have creative play after creative play after creative play. All these different May boosts, which have, right. were really, really interesting and really fun to watch every time. Boosting, you know, on, on first point uh, here. On Numbani, on attack, they were boosted, uh, which is like the next clip. You just go through these clips. It's like meta play after meta play. Uh, they boosted a Bastion up to the high ground on the top right, uh, which is also really interesting. So like this team is just trying new stuff, and it's cool to see. Actually, he didn't get the Reinhardt. I thought he got the Reinhardt, actually, when he was down. I guess I might have saw that wrong. But yeah, there were. there's just been a lot of these type of plays during um, Apex and... That's great. I mean, as a fan, I love to watch that. I mean, Luna, like it was the, uh, I think it was the LW Blue versus AFB match. I, I've never seen Anna do so much damage. It was insane. She was literally carrying it at certain points. Awesome. Oh, here's the other clip, huh? Okay. <laughs> We're just going to be watching clips today, guys. <laughs> all right, here's that, uh, just uh, the Eichenwald one where they boosted up here and then went all the way around the back. They, I think they're going... There we go. There we go. Yeah. They went all the way over the wall <laughs> and then came back around. It was so cool. And obviously they weren't ready for that. Uh, have you guys ever done Have you ever considered that wins? Uh, no, that's very smart because then you get the soldier out of position. Yeah. And right. the runner as well. Especially if, if you're playing a heavy tank, heavy tank comp like they are, you can't really get to the soldier. He's going to be there and just dealing damage all the way. That's gonna be very uh, well much harder. And we actually put their soldier in position instead. So yeah, that's very smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we just have the monkey Genji to deal with it. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, if you guys haven't caught the VODs, definitely go and check that out on the OGN uh, Global Twitch site, and the VODs are all there. Uh, I guess you can check out the clips too. They're all they're all there too. If you just want to see the, the amazing plays, uh, that's the high risk, high reward uh, scenario. Though, like if they mess up their attack, then it took so much time to actually go around. True. They only take one fight in just uh, a minute and a half or something. Yeah. I wonder how many times they practice it because even just the Ana wall, like them going over, it was so fluid. It was just like instant. Yeah. I mean, we're we're sitting there watching the maze point of view, and she's just. Like I mean, I couldn't see anybody around her. She just knew that they were on, you know, basically on her, and yeah. just threw it on the wall, and they're all up there. So they must have practiced that so many yeah, times. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I think yeah. it's a yeah. decent opportunity to ask Wins uh, a little bit just about how you how you view the Korean scene yeah. versus the West. Obviously, you were there for a while. Sounds like you took some beatings from uh, from Kongdu teams while you were there. Yeah. Uh, but I keep hearing conflicting results. Some people say, oh, I think the team, the Korean teams are incredibly overrated. But then we have r- tournaments like OGN, where some of the best teams outside of Korea all ended up getting knocked out in the group stages, uh, sadly for us Western fans. So where, where do you think, you know, as, you, you live in NA now, you were in EU before, you lived in Korea. How do you think this, the scenes stack up skill-wise? Should, should we be terrified of the Korean teams? Uh, they, they are going to be a force to reckon with, but uh, I would say uh, they were definitely the best with the heavy tank comp um, when it was a Soldier, or Dog, uh, Reinhardt, and Diva. They had the best, best tank in the, well, in the world, pretty much. Like, Panker is insane. Uh, and uh, with the Eternal Knife on the Kongdu, I don't remember. But yeah, they, they had the best tank. So on that meta, they were the best. I think uh, the West act- can actually challenge them on the, if the meta changes. Um, typically, I don't think... I think we can actually challenge them with our dive comp. I think that's going to be hard for them to actually deal with it, even if they are just as good as they are. Uh, I don't think we actually sent the best Western teams to Apex Season 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's... the Yeah. Uh, it's um, in fine words. <laughs> yeah, well, we saw Fnatic didn't do too well uh, yeah. on the yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, They've been struggling yeah. for a while now. Yeah. Okay. So uh, in yeah. terms in terms of mechanics, though, it, it's not a difference in mechanics, right? It, it's. No, I guess I what it's is the big difference? Team play and they are they are more disciplined in general. They play more, that's for sure. But I don't think that makes them better individually. Obviously, they're very good. But I think like soon can take any on uh, on any tracer, for example. I think Nico can take on any Genji. Yeah. Uh, NAKM is in, just insane M-wise as well. It's just um, they are more disciplined on what they do and they are more organized. Okay. I mean, I feel like those things are potentially fixable in the West too, right? I mean, or yeah, eventually. Yeah, eventually, yeah. <laughs> need, pra- need practice. <laughs> yeah, need practice. Need, I guess, need very. But I actually think you can, yeah. yeah, you can outskill and uh, out aim um, the Korean scene. I don't think they're untouchable. I just think that was a terrible uh, season for the West. The yeah, set, uh, second one. Okay. Um, I just I... hope like no ma- uh, major patches is gonna happen uh, during the season because that messes things up a lot. Like the first season, uh, it happened literally four days. Yeah. Uh, before <laughs> the playoff matches. And then 
it it makes it makes things kind of random because you're you're still in the process of figuring out what works best, and it's uh, it's um I don't think that's good for the competitive scene. Yeah, thank goodness the Lucio change didn't make it out today. That would have been pretty pretty rough or pretty crazy to see what happens finals and finals of this tournament. Okay, well, anyways, that, that wraps up uh, Apex. Uh, any other events you guys want to talk about? Um, I mean, we talked about a monthly melee, of course. Carbon Series still going on, of course. Nothing's really changed there. Uh, LG Evil still dominating that that um, event so far. Uh, LG Evil did play in the monthly melee, but they ended up losing the Selfless in the semi. Selfless, I think, won maybe 3 1. So it wasn't like super close, I don't believe. There's still some room for them, you know, oh. to go until the next year. Hmm? We were talking. I, mean, about I think that. the interesting, interesting thing for me is just the shakeup in, in NA. I mean, two months ago, everyone's like, "Immortals is the best team in NA," and then a month ago, it's like LG Evil is the best, or Hammers at the time is the best team in NA. Now Rogue's here, and you guys are kind of uh, doing pretty well. You're doing pretty well for yourselves, but now all of a sudden, Selfless is is. I won't say coming out of nowhere because people yelled at me last time I said that, but <laughs> they've had a they've had a really good rise lately. Uh, so it kind of seems like there's there's a number of teams really in hot contention. You know, Renegades has looked a little bit shakier. It doesn't seem like they have the same Genji prowess as these other teams. But then again, you have teams like uh, uh, like Selfless that don't really play with a ton of Genji either. They're really focusing on the Tracer and Roadhog uh, compositions uh, to make that happen. So uh, it just seems like there's pretty like the scene seems pretty open right now uh you know for that like high tier like a whole lot of teams are trying to jam themselves into that high tier uh, ranking in the west and misfits you know we haven't seen them in a while looking forward to them coming to na and joining these tournaments too we haven't seen envious play in a while either so like honestly like i think it's really hard to tell where the western teams stack up right now in my opinion even, even cloud nine coming back you know they're they're supposed yeah. to be coming back looking pretty new now you know with bishop coaching and i mean they're i think the end of apex they look pretty good they look better than they've ever looked in my opinion for me the most the most fun aspect of watching the na teams recently is that i feel like every team does something a little differently you know they they come with a little different comps and you know there's diversity when watching the carbon series it might not be like as high a tier level you know as watching apex but you see a lot of variety, which is cool. It's it's fun to watch that, especially when it's competitive too. You know, and their teams are are having very close matches. But you know, Rogue's gonna be coming in soon, <laughs> maybe putting their stamp down, maybe starting with the pit championships. We'll have to see. But yeah, uh, see. I, that's kind of what I expect. Definitely the favorites going into that tournament. Uh, but I think so. So the two MMM, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and that, I don't think there's any other events really to to talk about. Nope. Yeah, not much, not yeah. much on the horizon at this point. Uh, Carbon Series will be coming to its finale pretty soon, right? Yeah, it's uh, a little bit of an overlap the... with Pit. Just, but I think the Pit qualifiers are at the same time. Carbon Series. Oh, wait, I, I think as. A... Sorry, sorry. Uh, looks like the Carbon Series finals are this weekend. Oh, is actually. it this weekend? Oh, I thought it was. Oh, next Liquipedia weekend. says end date three twenty six. Oh, okay. Uh, Maybe it is this weekend. So, I thought yeah. it was next week, actually. If it is, check it out. <laughs> Go check it out for sure on the, the Carbon um, Carbon Twitch channel. Can it's, anyone stop LG Evil? That's the storyline there. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they've been dominating. They're still undefeated. That's pretty 
I mean, that's that's pretty much the team to beat in that that tournament. And I was expecting them to do decently against Selfless, to be honest. So watching Selfless handle them like very easily was a, a bit eye opening. Just showed you how good Selfless is. And obviously yeah. going yeah, very insane. Yeah, I mean, they were up 2-0 on you, and then you guys, you know, won three straight on them. I mean, like the the first series. So yeah, that was already really eye-opening. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah, so no questions. I don't think we have any questions from uh, emails. If you guys want to email us, you know, uh, for next week, go ahead and email your questions to the overview at chainmanv.tv. But uh, why don't we take, you know, some Twitch chat questions, maybe one or two of those, and we can wrap things up. Went through. We went through all the topics. Sounds pretty good. Sounds today. good. Yeah. Yeah. For once. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe for once. Not having Jason on the show was a. No, I'm just kidding. Ditch uh, <laughs> this. Well. <laughs> yeah, I know Jason had to ditch last minute. I guess computer. Oh yeah, for those of you that so, uh, we yeah. didn't, we didn't quite get a chance to fill you guys in on that. Um, yeah, Jason had some computer issues, uh, so had to drop last minute. But he was. We were expecting him to be here. Okay, what do you think about Runaway versus LW Blue? I guess that's going to be the first matchup for the semifinals. Yeah, what do you guys? Think I'm going to let Wins take this one. I, 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 I'll be honest. I haven't been watching these games like closely enough to like have super great opinions yeah. on OGN. Yeah, me so. neither. Like, <laughs> uh, if it was right after IEM, I would say yeah, LWB, uh, LDW Blue, easy. Uh, but um, no, I don't. I, I don't know anymore. They've been struggling in that tournament so far. Yeah, I mean, they they, yeah, they kind of got it back together this last, um, you know, this last series or or two. Uh, so for me, my my you know tournament favorite right now is Runaway because I kind of told you the last couple weeks now. But LW, I mean, I definitely love watching LW Blue and Flower and those guys playing too. So uh, you know, Luna was amazing. Also, um, I think it's gonna be an intriguing matchup. I think it'll be close. I think it's gonna be really close. But I, I think Runaway will take it. That's at least my prediction. <laughs> we'll see. I think Runaway will finish second in the whole tournament. That's my that's my pick. I think Metathena is looking way too good. Yeah, that's it. yeah, that's a big possibility. Yeah. Ask wins. Oh my god, who's currently better, Misfits or Rogue? Gee, I wonder what he's gonna uh, say. Yeah. No, that's an easy answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, I'm gonna say Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so okay. Well, let's just talk about how how you mm-hmm. think uh, things are stacking up because uh, Ghost of Gamers has you number two right now uh, behind yeah, NBS, who's still number one. Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm sure. It, you know, it's, it's the best that we have for now. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, people in chat are—it's kind of funny. People in chat right now are talking about like NIP. I'm like, I forgot about NIP. I haven't seen them play in so long. It's just like you teams, man. God. I can't yeah. wait till we actually have some legit tournaments with all of the top teams. It has not happened in so, so long. It's just so hard to know where people stack up right now. I'd have yeah. to wait till Gamescom again. In freaking Who knows? August. Yeah, NIP is actually the one of the hardest teams to deal with uh, when they're in the triple tank. They know how to play against it. Um, we didn't have the same trouble when we played against the NA team. Bioshin asks, where are the Hanzos? Why are so few people actually playing Hanzo in turn? Dude, I saw Hanzo. <laughs> what do you mean? If you're watching Apex, you, you'll see some Hanzos. The wins, like, you guys ever consider playing Hanzo? Uh, you have somebody that's good well, at Hanzo? It doesn't really go with a dive comp. Yeah, true. So, no. 
Couldn't you argue that like 76 isn't really a quintessential part of the normal dive comp either? I mean, you guys are kind of establishing this new dive comp with 76 in it. Totally, but like um, 76 is actually good, uh, even with the dive comp, just because you had uh, consistent damage. And though, like, if you, if you, whenever your team goes in and you, it's actually hard to hit and you miss like a few shots, and then you basically, you're five against six. So it's not as reliable, I would say. True, true. Okay, yeah. And then you can't really another boost Lorenzo. Uh, <laughs> That's not very effective. Uh, let's see, uh, more questions. Any Anything else? Do you see anything, for, uh, Ben? Look in, look in. Uh, there's a question just generally from Tommy Slav, which I think he'd be good to answer here. Seeing Rogue play a lot on their comfort picks makes me ask, shouldn't pro teams... Uh, have like eight players and to to deal with different opponents and swap players in and out. Uh, we saw we've seen some of the Korean teams add like eight or or nine players or whatever. What do you think? Like, I guess just very generally, should this even be allowed in Overwatch? Should you be able to sub players in and out? If you could, would you even want to? Uh, I don't know. That I have mixed feelings about this as well because I think the best uh, the best way to approach things is actually to have a six man lineup and just stick to it make sure you play together all the time uh but at the same time it's uh you can't be the best at uh, every character like there is no way like for example tvk is very good on uh, many many characters but he's not the best on any of them he's not like shadow belt well he did fell off fall off a bit lately but uh you can only be the best on a character if you play 24 7 so it would make sense actually have more uh, uh more uh, players in the lineup to be able to switch the depending on the map, but at the same time you can't. Uh, it means you can't switch mid game, and I think that's an issue. So I have like there are pros and cons on both. Well, let's see. What other French players could you add your team to add to your team? <laughs> uh, there's a few out there, but still, uh, there's still a few other teams though. <laughs> I have a question for you. Uh, do you miss playing Zarya all the time? Oh, good one. Do I miss, uh, well, yeah. It, Maybe I wouldn't miss it if I wasn't playing Lucio. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a, a very ungrateful uh, character to play. Like you don't see what Lucio is doing, and he's very, uh, he feels very unimpactful. So yeah, obviously, it's more fun to play Zarya. But yeah, whatever. I'm gonna do whatever so, it takes. Are you shot calling right now? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. At least usually well, Lucio and shot calling <laughs> go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, Shock OW asks, what do you think in the future about hero bans? One per team. Let's say an enemy has a one-trick Tracer or Genji, or you can ban that. Do you like that? Uh, uh, it could be good, potentially, but I think we would need uh, many more characters to actually be able... Because uh, I, I don't think we have enough characters just yet to actually justify having uh, bans. I don't know. I think that's going to limit the game too much if you can actually ban the Tracer or the Genji or whatever. If you can ban the Reynard, though, like, uh, that's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> oh, my <so> God. <laughs> then you play Ariza. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that's how you get Ariza to be played. Yeah, I, I think that even uh, just the UI needs to be... I mean, they have to add something even enforce the banning. You don't want people accidentally picking somebody mid-game and, you know, all that. Well, y- Yanni4309 asks... Who's the best DPS in the world? Big <laughs> Well, that's a, 
that's a very uh, difficult. Uh, is it soon or is it is it AKM? <laughs> they don't play the same year. <laughs> if I was uh, to talk about Mercury, I would say AKM. If I was to talk about Tracer, I would say soon. Just because uh, uh, AKM has a lot more playtime on Mercury and so that has a lot more playtime on uh, Tracer. They just speci specialized uh, on, on different uh, eras. So you can't really say one is better than the other. They're both good at what they're supposed to play. I, I miss seeing AKM on oh, uh, McCree. McCree. Big time. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a long time, man. It's been yeah. like, just like Go76 every time. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to play against a heavy tank comp. Not very effective. Yeah. We're starting to see McCrea here and there now. Some Ferris here, yeah. some, you know, just Tracers too. <laughs> AK, oh, Uncle, Uncle and AKM are in chat asking you to stop talking and go practice. Yeah. I don't well, know what time it is. It's a good way to wrap up. And we're, we're just finishing anyway. So, um, yeah, why don't we uh, do some shout outs and wrap up the show? Uh, wins. It's, Amazing having you here, getting a chance to pick your brain on a lot of what's going on. Um, do you have any shout-outs, or where can people find you? Well, uh, Twitter, obviously, uh, underscore wins. And, oh, I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know if I want to make a list of the sponsors and stuff, but I want to thank Rogue. We actually make us move here. Very good people uh, working for Rogue, so I, I love them. Um, and to my teammates who are waiting for me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ben, you got any shout outs? Uh, yeah, congrats for taking home two Alienware monthly melees in a row. Uh, Rogue currently in the runnings for one of the top teams in the West, if not the world. So uh, keep it up, guys, and we'll be watching out for your play moving forward. And yeah, uh, make sure to go try Orisa this week. Yes. Just yes. dropped on live today, just a couple of hours ago. I'm looking forward to playing with this new patch. Uh, I think it's gonna it's cool to see Ana taken down a peg. Zenyatta brought up a little bit. I like that. I like seeing Winston getting a slight buff. So excited to see how the meta is uh, is gonna is gonna look right now. Uh, and excited to play a lot of Winston this week. Might yes. be streaming a little bit as well on my channel, Fish Sticks. Yeah, and just a reminder about Ariza, it's going to be off of competitive for a week. So you can quick play it for a week, get your practice in as much as you can, or at least get practice playing with Ariza so you don't get too much rage. That's going to be the usual battle to actually be able to pick her first. Yeah, it, man, I could never pick her first in the PTR. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what determines who gets actually in the lobby first, but I was always like fifth into the lobby. It'd be, it just wasn't even close. So I, I never got a chance to play her in that, you know, just, just a single hero scenario. That's why I'm most excited about getting a chance to play some quick play with her. But I'll round things out by uh, thanking you guys for doing the show um, and everybody for okay. watching, Thank of you. course. Um, the, the VODs will be up on YouTube a little bit after this. You can go to youtube.com slash to find all of our VODs. Uh, the... Um, Audios will be available a little bit later too on iTunes and uh, SoundCloud as well as audio, uh, Google Podcasts and all the other podcast apps that you can get on the, the phone. They, they pretty much just use the same uh, general feeds that iTunes uses, so you can find them all there too. You follow the show's Twitter at the Overview GG, and that'll be it, guys. So for wins, Fish Sticks and myself, Cham V. we'll see you next week, guys. Later. Ciao.